Previously on Good Sex, Bad Sex. Okay, so we've got Bibi, who's currently putting on her... What size shoe are you? Oh, do you know what? <laughs> it could have been a simple answer. Story, it? it just could have been a simple answer. The Lynch women are quite big of foot. <laughs> You know what they say. Well, I'm wearing, I'm wearing a wide sole. I'm, um, I'm a size six, but I'm only I'm nearly five foot two. Oh fuck! Why I'm nearly five foot two. Because, uh, do you mind? <laughs> I'm nearly five foot two. This is hurting my back so much. <laughs> See, I'm trying to give her tips. You know, <laughs> safety is paramount, darling. I mean, she's trying to balance on one foot. I mean, is I don't know I, what's going um, on here. If I well, not die, but if I hurt myself, who do I sue? Definitely not me. <laughs> no, oh. not me. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex. This is a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's kind of like Parliament, but with more whips. <laughs> oh, I like it. Thank you. I'm Miranda Kane. And I'm Bibi Lynch. And you can find our blogs at metro.co.uk. This week, we're chatting to Morel Harris, who is the co-creator and voice, and what a voice, behind Broadview Podcast. Ooh. Hello, my name's Morel Harris. I'm a sexual health and contraception nurse, and I am the host of Broadview. So, BB, yeah, Miranda, I've got a question for you. You always have. I know, it's weird that, isn't it? Do you know what? What? Some I like. <laughs> I think you're going to love this one. Go on. What was your, when you were younger, what was your sex education like? <laughs> <laughs> They've got there was a mummy dinosaur, <laughs> a daddy dinosaur. Do you know, I know we had it, but I don't remember. I mean, that could be my age. But I think if we did, I guess it was just about periods. Oh, it's OK. I've seen it written on some rocks in the British Museum. <laughs> You're such a bitch. <laughs> what, was, what was yours? It was, it was cartoons. I remember watching a cartoon. What? Yeah, yeah, and had a, a big fat ginger cat. I've loved cats ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Show me your pussy and I get turned on. Oh, ginger pussy gag. There you go. There you go. As lovely as your pussy talk is, Miranda. Thank you. Please, can we listen to an expert? I would like to welcome to the probably award-winning Good Sex, Bad Sex <laughs> By podcast. now it should be. It really? Yeah. Morel Harris. Yay! Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. It's <laughs> a bloody pleasure. Morel, uh, we need to congratulate Morel, Miranda, because today Morel's podcast, Broader View, is launching. Right. Oh! It is. Actually today. Actually today. Today's so yes. cool. 19th of November. But when this right. comes out, that would still yeah. be the 19th of November. Yes. 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 Are you super excited? I am. I'm a little bit nervous, but... Um, I don't know how it's going to be received. I mean, it's a very sort of organic project, I would say, in that Penny and myself are nurses, but we both had media backgrounds, and um, we just felt that we needed to talk about a lot of subjects that weren't easily talked about. In the so, sex education Absolutely. Way. So we've tackled things like teenage pregnancy, 
uh, gender identity, uh, sex, educa- sex education in schools, um, and internet dating. So just a few of those. Yeah. But some of them, and abortion. So a lot of um, subjects that aren't easily talked yeah. about. With the blurb, with the podcast, it says, it quote, Miranda, it offers fresh insight into sexual health and lifestyle, end quote. Do you think fresh insight's needed? So things that we assume um, that we believe in aren't necessarily true. For example, abortion is actually illegal in this country. Really? Now, I didn't actually realise that until sort of looking into it, absolutely, Uh, which is why we need, if you have an abortion, you need two signatures on your consent form, which basically say that it would um, have an impact on your mental health. And so you assess by consultants. So they're trying That's to what change. The yeah, absolutely. Oh so you know, there's just a few changes that needed. Our sex education is disgraceful in this country, and I guess there's an assumption that everyone has it. But you talk to people. Uh, so I carried out some focus groups with teenagers who just had no idea. You know, I'm a sexual health worker, so I'm a nurse and uh, contraception. So we have people in all the time who didn't know how they got pregnant, have no idea about contraception. Um, So, yeah, we need to do change our education system. So are you aiming the podcast at uh, policymakers or more teenagers, people who who do need educating? So I think, I mean, currently they're trying to reform the SRE um, What's for, SRE? Oh, sex and relationship education okay. in this country. You know, it's 18 years old when it was first written. Um, and that's before we had the internet. Um, they haven't tackled gender issues, you know, LGBTQ+. Plus. Of course, yeah. Um, so, you know, grooming on the internet. The, all, these are all things that need to be changed. They, you know, our sex relationship education classes promote, you know, heterosexual as the norm. Um they talk about reproductive systems, but that's about it. Yeah. Mm. Did you read, um, Miranda, that Jess Phillips, the Labour MP, was saying that girls should be taught how to orgasm in sex education classes? Oh, no, I didn't read that. What do you think about that? I think what she's saying... Maybe not how to. It wasn't like, you know, in his I don't think she's saying, let's go in and teach people how to masturbate. No. But I think what she's saying is that women can claim her sexuality, their sexuality, you know, that... Learn that they exist. They exist. We're not there to pleasure men and try and resist and, you know, just try not to get pregnant. You know, sex is enjoyable for women and men. Yeah. Because in sex education, all you hear is like, well, when the man comes, that's when the magic happens and you get a baby. And you never taught that women can climax should you know bloody should be able to climax and and also what there might be things that are stopping her from climaxing mm. and so you aren't taught that so i think that's what so you're much younger than me <laughs> what was your sex <laughs> by education? days by darling. days what was your sex education at school do you um, remember my sex education was the old condom on a banana and uh, i remember that's this. a party in my head <laughs> <laughs> I remember this with the girls and the boys were separated. So the boys didn't, the girls learned about periods and basically what would be a, you know, fucking torture for the next 40 years once a month. <laughs> and the boys weren't. So I don't know to this day what, what the boys were, were taught. And the guys obviously weren't told that girls had periods. So it was, I mean, this was like, I think this was like late 80s, early 90s. 
I don't think it's changed much since then, to be fair. It really hasn't. And I think, you know, it's not for our teachers as well. They're very unclear about what they have to teach, what they can and can't teach. You know, if they're in a religious school, then can they talk about LGBTQ? You know, it's, it's, I think it's as difficult. Because the parents would kick off. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So Maria and I have talked about this before and I think this is really interesting as well. It's not just children that need sex education, of course they do, but STIs are, are on the increase with people over 50. Yes. Yeah. It's a small And it's not all down to me, is it? In, I didn't want to say, baby. <laughs> it's not down you to know, me. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> and it's not down Come to and me. me. <laughs> it's not down to me because, Miranda, what hasn't happened since we've had the podcast? Sex! Sex! <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I did give you a lesson in how to put on a condom. And I had to do I think you did really well, but you did promise me that you were going to do it with your mouth. But we can do that <laughs> another time. Sorry, that whole condom with a banana thing. Do you know the main thing that I remember about the condom with a banana was never open the condom packet with your teeth. That is the main thing. <laughs> Just in case it split the condom over. It wasn't like there were different sizes of condoms yeah, you can absolutely. get. Like the amount of guys. Different flavours. Different flavours, different textures. The amount of guys that I met whilst I like both whilst I was working and in my private life that were like, oh, I don't like condoms, they're too tight. And I'm like, have you tried a larger condom? And they were like, and they were, but they had their mind blown that you could get a large condom. So blokes because, didn't even know. No, because they thought, oh, those Trojan ones are for guys with big dicks. And it's like, mm. no, you can also use them if, like, you're just feeling like you're, you're if it's if it's pinching. Yeah. Can you not say the word dick? Because uh, it's a penis. <laughs> And um, this is for we have. You, sorry, I know. I'm in the. I'm in the I forget that. I'm, it's it's quite difficult because I, you know, it, it, in one sense I'm in the yeah. room with you. Yes. <laughs> and in the other and sense, in the other sense, I am in a room with a nurse and a sexual health <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So in which case, it should be penis. <laughs> I am very sorry. I'm not apologising to BB there. No. No. I don't mind what you call it, honestly. <laughs> Little no Derek, little Derek, <laughs> little Dell. It depends what they're paying me for. To be fair, fair enough. <laughs> but STIs are up for over fifties. They are, but um, there's a number of reasons there, and I think you know this is a very slight increase. Let's get this in oh, perspective. Okay. You know, the 30s and under is the highest increase in STIs, so it's a very small increase, but it is an increase. And we have um, have looked at why, and I think we are the we. I say we. <laughs> we're about the same age, mm-hmm. so we've gone through the you know the free sex and. It's never free. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I think 50s and over, we were never taught how to put on condoms. You know, it wasn't one of those things. And if you've been in a relationship and you're getting a divorce, you know, you're you're tackling going back into the market, you know, having sex again, showing your body. And I don't think 50s and over are very good at uh, negotiating condom use. So I think that's partly the reason. People my age, so I'm in my late 30s, and I grew up with those awful adverts for HIV and AIDS, those, you know, the really terrible ones that were like, oh, I'm going to die. Yeah, exactly. But... What they did, what they did install in me was a, a, a fear. So, like people my age and my friends, we're like, how can people not be using condoms? Because we were there during the AIDS epidemic and HIV awareness, and just a time when it was. But that fear's gone now. Yeah, this is condoms, and these are going to save your life. I'm not going to. I don't want to 
put AIDS and HIV into like the kind of thing like where uh, uh, we, we need that kind of scare back. You know, I don't want that kind of stigma at yeah. all. But there needs to be. Don't you think we need something to say to people? You need condoms and, and contraception again. Absolutely. I mean, I think the scare is less now. We have brilliant medication yeah. for HIV, you know, antiretrovirals. Yeah. If you you can have an undetectable viral load, yeah. please don't ask me about that right now. Um, <laughs> Can I ask you about the undetectable? <laughs> That wasn't the sign I was expecting. Sorry, you couldn't couldn't hear the sign, could you? Um, So, and if you have an undetectable viral load, you won't pass on the HIV virus. So people can have babies, you can have sex, and then you won't pass it on. But of course, what's on the increase now are other STIs. We're seeing syphilis, super gonorrhea, chlamydia. Syphilis is back, isn't it? uh, Yeah, absolutely. I think we need a syphilis advert, like, you know, where people were losing their noses and going mad something like that because I can't believe that that's back on the cards I literally don't know what to say do you know (laughs) (laughs) have you got it what a jaffa cake let me think (laughs) syphilis is bad super gonorrhea and all these crazy things and kids of course which is the worst STI you can (laughs) call the the 50s and overs have always navigated how to not get pregnant yeah Mm. you know within if they've been in a long time relationship but um so coming out of that and then Mm. thinking god i should wear a condom and of course in the in the days back in the days before the 80s there wasn't a big emphasis on um, sexually transmitted infections apart from the evil women who passed it on to the men of course (laughs) yeah 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 so i think times are changing but this all needs to be reflected back in the sex and relationship education in our schools what's bad sex education then no sex education at all because yeah. you're leaving you know t- children young people teenagers open to you know, they're they're curious they're going to investigate they're going to tap it into and what they're going to get instead porn yeah you know so if we give good robust education then we can probably head off mm. a lot of unnecessary you know unnecessary unnecessariness can I move away from um, disease of course and um, to the joy of the orgasm mm-hmm. oh yes it's a te- yeah <laughs> it's a tenuous one <laughs> but um, so there's a company called Lalo Mm-hmm. And they are suggesting that the more orgasms people have, the more productive they are in terms because they're happier. So they have, you know, they have a nicer life. They go back to work. They're like, yeah, well, I did it, work extra hours, blah, 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 because of their orgasms. So if they're not having orgasms, therefore they're less productive. So what they're saying is, and they're doing this with their um, their own staff, they're suggesting self love days. Oh. So you know, duvet day. Yeah. This is a self love day. We just stay at home and wank. Oh, this reminds me of that Woody Allen film. You know, the one where they had the self- the orgasmatron. The yeah. We all need that. Oh, we, we all need that. <laughs> can we all, can we all have a wank holiday? Oh, oh I really do. Come, come on, Randa K. Come on. Oh, come on. That's why she's paid. How much are you paid? <laughs> Not enough. No. Um, have they paid you yet? Well, you, well <laughs> yeah, you brought in some uh, cranberry yeah. in coats from Pret and yeah. Monge, so that's lovely. Jaffa okay. Cakes. <laughs> I had to buy the Jaffa oh, cake. Don't give her the Jaffa cake, Don't do that. Um, but sex education should be just across the board how it's good for you. I mean, health wise, it just must be good for you having more sex. Absolutely. You know, Di- in terms of everything that's serotonin <laughs> release, you know, it Is dilates it? the capillaries, yeah. and it's more blood flow, yeah. so more for oxygen. Absolutely. It's good for your immune system. 
system. And it gives you that moment for yourself, doesn't it? Just like, this is my, this is my moment. <laughs> oh, my God. What do you mean? <laughs> Just five minutes out of your day. Like, oh, because I'm self-employed. Yeah. And <laughs> now you know what she does with the rest yeah. of her day. Oh, oh <laughs> why did I start that sentence? Yeah. Oh, God. No, but, like, you sometimes everything can just get a bit on top of me. Oh, oh. oh. oh my God. Do you like to put your hand in that? Oh. Oh. oh, my God. Sometimes you just have to flick from one thing to another. Oh, God. Thumbs no, up. Oh. <laughs> well, you know what it's like? Sometimes you just got too many fingers in too many fights. I'm so sorry. No. I'm a Catholic and it stops there. I'm not, a, I'm not going any further because... My dead parents will be appalled. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's just that moment of just going, right, well, you know, things are stressing me out. What can I do? Um, do you not do that? No, I am on my own little tiny island here, aren't I? This is it's just me. The island paddling desperately. Is it the island of clitoris? <laughs> <laughs> the island of clitoris. Clitoris. The question before us is where's her clitoris? <laughs> <laughs> that's Bette Midler oh my god um, so 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 yeah sorry I can't what's the future what's the okay. future of what you do in your so you've got the podcast and we can talk a bit more about that after but what's the future in terms of your sex education so uh, in, in how you're helping people we're just opening up debate I think we're just talking to lots of people so we talked to an MP we've done focus groups with teenagers you know we've spoken to teachers to see how they feel so it's just opening up debate and then um, just putting it out there we're not sort of saying to people we're not trying to drive opinions or it's very gentle um, it's just saying this is what there is this mm. is what's happening at this moment mm. what, what do you think about it mm. let's try and open up your minds you mm. know, just broaden those views I've had the pleasure of hearing um, the first podcast and they are um, I mean this is brilliantly produced because it's producer Sam so yours won't be as good as this but it's so brilliantly done because <laughs> Penny and Morel both worked in radio and it's they're like it's kind of feature packages and I can't believe the amount of work there's like amazing interviews and stats oh, and Morel's that voice and it's just they're so brilliantly done so they're, they're beautiful Thank yeah you. really amazing can I quickly mention your dad of course um, yeah. Morel's dad is Bob Harris <gasps> Um, is so that what that's he would love that? Voice. That's you might actually comes. have to do that again. He will listen to that and just be like, <laughs> but also, <laughs> so, so actually, I've you know, being a nurse for sort of 15 years, I've actually found an area I really would like to talk about and I think it's really important. So that's that. But I've always, my dad is completely open forward-thinking person. You know, he's very youthful in his outlook. And I think of matters of the heart mm. and everything else, he's always been my go-to person. But so he's still your he's... dad and you're still talking about... I'm not talking about my sex. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Still <laughs> dad! <laughs> he's, yeah, he's very he's very youthful, shall yeah. I say, in his in yeah. his outlook. You can have a conversation with him pretty much about anything. That's amazing. Mm. What other subjects are you gonna cover in the podcast? So I so said we we're gonna do gender identity, abortion, internet dating diaries. Mm. We've 
got teenage pregnancies and, of course, sex education in schools. We're then looking at doing things like we're going to do girl gangs, um, disabilities and sex, which is not often talked about. You know, mm. So we, we're really looking at this sort of ongoing. And people can get it wherever they get their podcasts, I guess. Absolutely. Is it every week or monthly? We're doing it monthly at the moment. Okay. And we're really trying to figure out how to where to put abortion because the next one is Christmas. not really a Christmassy... <laughs> Is that not, <laughs> not there ideal? was no room at the end, so she got it shut out. Yeah, so we've got to think about <laughs> how to plan this a little bit better. But that was the original idea. But I mean, nothing should be depressing. You know, no. it all should just be a platform for conversation. Yeah, they're so interesting. Your brain just just buzzes with them. They're they're amazing. Oh, thank um, you. Thank you for joining us today. Can I? Um, can we just give Mirelle the clap? Oh. Yay! <laughs> Thanks so much to Morel Harris. What a voice! Oh my god, I love what that voice. Do I'm, her voice. Oh. I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm not I giving can't. it justice, I but can't. I am gonna. I am I gonna can't. sell it on ASMR videos. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be. I'm gonna pimp her voice. <laughs> so she's been Del Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Rodders. Oh, you can... and <laughs> Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Plonker. <laughs> no. Oh, poor Dave. Oh. My name is BB Lynch. And I'm Miranda Trigger Kane. <laughs> Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Sam Bonham. And we are going to be back for more Good Sex, Bad Sex next week. I hate it how you say that. <laughs> 